Welcome back to the podcast. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing whether or not diet drinks are bad for you. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably seen all these media outlets and companies trying to tell you that diet drinks like Diet Coke, Monsters, Pepsi Max, Fanta, you know, whatever it may be, is going to cause you cancer or it's going to, you know, give you diabetes or cause weight gain. So in this episode, we're going to settle the store. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here for a while and you're enjoying these episodes, as you know, I don't run any ads or any other companies or I don't promote anything on this podcast. I just want to provide as much value as humanly possible to you to help you across your fitness, uh, health and fitness goals. Now, all I ask in return is if you enjoy this style of content, if you find it helpful and if you've taken any advice and it's helped you across your health, fitness, or even your mindset, then I would love for you to literally just scroll up to the top of this podcast and leave a review. Just leave a five-star, well, five-star review, I hope. But if you think it's a two or three, leave a two or three. Any piece of feedback will help me. So just leave an honest review. And that'll mean a while to me because it's just going to help me be able to provide more value to you. All right. So diet drinks, does it cause you cancer? Does it cause you diabetes? Does it cause weight gain? Now let's settle the score. Now, according to evidence, to have potential harm, you need to consume 18 cans of Diet Pepsi, as an example, every single day, right? And this still has a safety cap on it. So the actual number is considerably higher. So you, that's not me saying you need to consume 18 cans or, or you should consume anything close to this, right? So you're going to have yellow teeth and you'll be shitting yourself every five minutes. But according to evidence, you need to have consume 18 cans of a Diet Pepsi, as this example, every single day before there is potentially any harm caused right? Now, that's not me saying that, you know, you should have this much or you need to have this much because I think that kind of speaks for itself, right? I think if you listen to this podcast, you're somewhat interested in your education, you probably understand you're not going to have 18 cans, but it puts it into perspective. Now, the ingredient that most media outlets and, and companies are trying to use as fear to stop you having these products is a is a um is like an ingredient inside of it called aspartame right and of which the world health organization classified as a type 2b carcinogenic now what this basically means is it's a possible carcinogenic right so the, the i mean the crazy thing is a most of this testing has been done on animals and not humans and B, when it comes to a type 2b carcinogenic other things that fall under this category is pickle vegetables aloe vera and your fucking mobile phone right <laughs> so if you're thinking fucking oh, this this bt is promoting you know artificial sweetness you're doing just as much damage and listening to this podcast on your phone because it's under the same group of a type 2b carcinogenic right and i saw a really strong point um sean casey done on this um on a recent tiktok video about how you know your phone pickled vegetables aloe vera fall under a same type 2 carcinogenic so it just kind of puts things into perspective for you, right? So, and I mean, you know, let's not also forget on this, uh, group one carcinogenic is alcohol. So alcohol has a considerably higher relation to things like cancer. And I'm not saying it does at all, right? But it has more risks associated with alcohol. And the likelihood is, if you listen to the list, you probably get plastered most weekends. So if you get plastered most weekends, but then you're scared of a diet drink, I think you need to look in the mirror, right? So that's a really high consideration. And again, to put this into perspective even further, the, the 18 cans a day is the safety allowance of a 150 pound person, 
right? And most people, that, that's very light in comparison to the average person, right? 150 pounds is lighter than most. So the 18 cans also has a safety factor on that number. And the actual number with no effect on animals is said to be about 100 times higher, right? So the likelihood of 18 cans even causing you even small potential harm is very, very, very limited as well right? So for my recommendation, if you're trying to drop body fat, or if you're just trying to go across your health and fitness journey, in moderation, a can a day isn't going to hurt you, right? If anything, it's going to help you across your fat loss journey for two reasons. Number one, it can help you reduce appetite, all right? Number two, well, three reasons. Number two, if it's something along the lines of a monster, for instance, it's got caffeine content, which can help improve performance by up to 1%, right? Which is considerably high, if you add that up over time, right? If you're getting 1% better on Monday session, Tuesday sessions, uh, Wednesday session, these 1% add up and it's the 1% that help you get the best transformations. And also enjoyment. Like a lot of the times people like that, you've probably heard me on this podcast talk about things that are great in theory and things that are great in practice, right? In theory, you know, you might want to have the perfect diet and you might want to completely cut out, you know, anything to do with any artificial sweeteners. But in practice, when you get a couple of weeks in, you think I cannot stick to this anymore. I fucking hate this diet. And you go straight back to square one. That optimal diet is no longer optimal because now you're binging on tubs and biscuits of or and tons of Oreos and you're getting pick and mix every five minutes. Right. It happens. And you might think that I'm being over exaggerating here, but people are doing worse, right? Because they can't stick to a long-term diet. So having a more sustainable route that might have some food that you enjoy, maybe some quote unquote junk food, right? Or a diet drink from time to time. If that helps you stay adhering to, to your health for the long part, the bigger part, then would you not agree that that's a lot better way to take it? You know, either having super restriction, optimal diet for three weeks, or a slightly less restrictive, more enjoyable diet for the rest of your life? Which one do you think is going to be more healthy in the long term? So understand things are great in theory, things are great in practice. In theory, cutting everything out and just being super, just eating food off the ground, as in like growing out the ground soil, not just you see a bacon back on the floor that's been there for three weeks, could be optimal, right? But in practice, it ain't going to fucking happen, right? So in conclusion having a diet drink is not bad. A diet drink a day will not cause you cancer, diabetes, or weight gain. In moderation, you should, or if it's something of which you enjoy, you shouldn't cut it out, right? So just kind of bear in mind these key points. Next time you see articles and media outlets trying to scare you with saying, you know, Pepsi is so bad for you. Have our products instead, right? If they're doing that, it, it should speak for itself, right? So guys, I hope you found this helpful. Again, if you enjoy this type of content, if you enjoy this podcast, if you find it is helping you, please do leave a review and leave a five-star review or an honest review. Meanwhile, to me, share with a friend who you think will also find value and we will see you in the next episode.